he used his charm to snare them. Once he got chatting, and eventually taking them out, he soon gained their trust. It was only a matter of time, after the required number of quiet drinks, windy walks, and romantic dates, before he'd lured them into having sex. This was his prize. Only once they had fallen for Finn, this loving, passionate, understanding yet misunderstood, and emotionally scarred paradigm, would he stop. He stopped buying presents, stopped phoning them, stopped returning their calls, stopped seeing and talking to them. He stopped acknowledging their existence. More often than not, the sequence of events destroyed even the most resolute of female hearts. Sure, there were some who shrugged their shoulders and got on with life, and most of them recovered over varying periods of time, but Finn thrived on the feeling of power and control. There was an added adrenaline rush if the female concern was already in a relationship. To him, it was the icing on the cake. If he could fuck up a perfectly happy courting or married couple along the way, he became almost hysterical with glee. It was as if he were trying to punish as many women and destroy as many relationships as possible, a reprisal for his own unfortunate downfall. Will and Finn soon drifted apart. Finn had chucked his job and, rather bizarrely, moved to France to work on the river taxes in Paris. That was the last anyone had seen of him until a few months back when, as cool and as confident as ever, he wandered into the Bournemouth office to announce the firm had taken him back on. Will attempted to build bridges. He, Finn and Emma had occasionally gone out, but it soon became apparent he was still the twisted character they'd come to despise. Finn had even adopted the nickname Sicko, although this was more to do with the number of days he'd been signed off ill, than his questionable treatment of women. Why was it Finn always seemed to land on his feet, considering the number of working days he squandered, and the length of time he'd served with the company? Surely he should have been sidelined to Bristol, not Will. Will had moaned to Charlotte about it. He felt comfortable enough to offload his angst onto her, having known her for as long as he'd known Finn. Charlotte had been the receptionist when they'd all started out. She now worked on the desk in Bristol and had always passed judgment on Finn's dubious character, some of the experience she had with him verging on sexual harassment. It wasn't like Charlotte to be vindictive or tell tales. Surprised by the ferocity of her attacks, Will eventually shared his concerns about the goings-on outside his house. "'It'll only keep rattling round inside your head if you don't do something about it,' she concluded. "'You'll just make yourself ill with the worry. Isn't it best you sort it out?' There was surely only one logical explanation why that car was always parked outside his house.'